0: Hello! Welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So today I want to talk a little bit about using hiking poles, um, which is not something, well obviously if you're a road runner you're probably not going to use them, but if you are out on technical trail uh, it's not a bad idea to have them, but you need to practice with them, okay? Um, The last thing you want to do is like You've got your goal race or something, and you're like, I'm going to use hiking these brand spanking new hiking poles I got at Amazon or wherever. Um, that is that is not a great idea because you need to practice with them a little bit just so you know, um, you know what you're doing. Uh, it's not like it's that it's not rocket science, but at the same time, you you kind of need to have a handle on it. Um, the first time I used hiking poles um, was two or three years ago, probably three years ago when I did my, um, second 50 miler, uh, at Brazos Bend. And, um, uh, the woman I was, um, kind of hanging with for like the second and third, uh, loops of that race, uh, Pamela, uh, she was using trekking poles and she was, Uh, And she's like, I've got an extra pair. Would you like to use them? And I'm just like, oh, God, I don't know, you know, because all I kept thinking of was the adage that you should never do anything new at a race that you've never tried before because, you know, that can just make things go bad. But she kind of insisted on it and, you know, got a hold of her husband who was, um, you know, at their base camp. And um, he very kindly adjusted them for me and, uh, you know, set me up. And she kind of gave me a very, you know, quick... (laughs) one minute tutorial, you know, foot pull, foot pull, and um and I was using them. So, um, and it really did help because I mean even though that class class, God oh my, my brain is shot. Even though that trail um or path is very flat, um, you know, after so many hours of being on your feet, you're you're kinda like, oh my God, I think I need, you know, something else to kind of help propel me along and um, and they did and so that was really cool um, you know at first i kind of felt like bambi on ice because i was just sort of you know all over the place i kept cracking myself on the foot and you know just you know almost tripping on myself and and things like that but once you get yourself into a rhythm it's really nice and um and so i and when we ran it in at the end i didn't know what to do with them because it's sometimes really i mean at least at the beginning it was very hard to run with trekking poles, um, you know, if you're trying to do any kind of speed, although I've since learned how to kind of manage that. But, um, at that point I just sort of tucked them underneath my armpits, uh, you know, like they were skis or, or, you know, ski poles and just kind of ran it in. And, uh, you know, that was that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to her for that. And then, um, I don't know, I guess two years ago or so I uh, went over to Dick's Sporting Goods and, um, I found a nice pair of, um, or a nice set of, um, black diamond, um, hiking poles and, and they were really not, I mean, they're nice. The only thing I don't like about them is that they're not collapsible as such. So you can't like stick them in your uh, hydration pack or, you know, something. So you're kind of like, you know, if you're going to use them, you have to kind of commit to that for the duration or just leave it someplace and then, you know, go pick them up at a different point in the, uh, training run or race or whatever you're doing, um, yeah, the, so the nice thing about these, uh, is that, you know, they are adjustable. Of course, most trekking poles are adjustable. Um, but I, I, um, you know, you get them set to a particular height and uh, you basically want your arms at a, like a 90 degree angle, your elbows at a 90 degree angle. Um, and what's really nice about using the hiking poles is that they will, um, you know, give your arms something to do and, you know, kind of take some of that pressure off of your legs. Um, so I, uh, I think the first time I used them was at the power lines, which is this, well, sort of now defunct, um, legendary, um, place that we used to run at, um, in San Antonio, um, uh, that I think you got like 1300 feet of elevation gain or something for just like six miles, which is pretty crazy. Um, you know, three miles out, three miles back. but um, I mean, you know it's it's kind of like it kind of cuts through a golf course and through some I don't know patches of debris <laughs> and rocks and stuff like that. Um, but I found them to be pretty useful, um, you know, just to you know kind of help me on some of the uphills and even some of the downhills, too, because they can kind of give you you know act like a break. So so far, the handful of times I've used my hiking poles. Um, I've not fallen. So, Hey, now watch next time I use them, I will fall. Um, but anyway, and, um, yeah, so I've used them a couple of other times. And then, so this past Saturday, um, my friend Maria and, uh, my group of girls, uh, minus Rebecca, um, we decided that we were going to run together, uh, Saturday morning, uh, for a couple of hours using hiking poles out at government Canyon, uh, which is a state natural area, um, in San Antonio, uh, or Hello Helotes. I think I'm saying that right. God, Texas or anyway. Um, yeah, it, it's this incredibly rugged place or it can be incredibly rugged. Um, we did the Joe Johnson route, which is, kind of your standard, you know, uphill to the dinosaur tracks. Yes, there are actual dinosaur tracks out of Government Canyon and they can prove it. It's pretty cool. So yeah, y'all should go check it out sometime, but you have to make a reservation. Okay. Cause state parks in Texas uh, get kind of full. And so you need to, if you've got a pass, um, you just make that reservation or you pay for it. Um, it was like six bucks a visit. I have a state parks pass for the year. Um, and I try to make use of that as much as I can, cause I do like going to state parks. Um, yeah, so we did that. And then we <laughs> had to do a bit of a water crossing. Um, and well, there were four of us and I was the final one. And, um, is trying to coach everybody through it. <laughs> and of course, as, as, as I would have expected, my foot went in the water, but thank you, darn tough socks, because my foot stayed dry. So hooray. Um, It wasn't too bad, but I really did not want to like slip off a rock and fall in the water. I mean, it wasn't cold. Well, it was pretty brisk in the morning, but then it kind of warmed up and wasn't so bad. But um, yeah, one time I think I was at a Pedernales Falls. Um, I think I was out there and doing like a water crossing, uh, at one of the night races. And I, uh, was crossing rocks and slipped and just, you know, you know, landed in the river or whatever. I mean, fortunately it was very shallow, so that was good. Um, but nonetheless I, um, got wet, but you know, the thing was, is it was probably a hundred degrees and felt pretty good. So, Hey, anyway, I'm going off the, um, <laughs> going off the reservation. So they say, um, Anyway, so yes, yeah, so we did that, and then we went up to the Overlook Trail, uh, which overlooks the dinosaur tracks, which is pretty harrowing, let me tell you. Um, yeah, none of us had the guts to like get too close to the edge because, oh my God, it's really scary. I don't know how far up it is, but it's pretty serious. Um, and then we took Caroline's Trail, uh, which is, you know, it, it's it's kind of one of my favorites it's it's very you know it's technical but it's not like impossible it's not like the back country at government canyon which is just like boulders you know it's like colorado bend or bandera or (laughs) reveille you know one of these places um where you're just like oh my god what are we doing um but i will say it was kind of funny though because um when we assembled that morning i rode up with vivian who lives more or less in my neighborhood. And um, she had just gotten some new trekking poles uh, off of Amazon. And then Karen um, had just, I guess she was borrowing some from her husband or maybe something she'd gotten from Amazon. I don't know. She's, she claims to be the Amazon queen. So I, and I won't argue about that. Um, But anyway, she was, her husband had helped her assemble them, you know, the night before and she kind of figured it out and then she had folded them back up and she sat there and could not figure out how to get them done. I'm like, okay, this is definitely not what you want to do at a race, you know, is use something for the first time that you've never used. Um, Me, I had mine set up from, you know, the last several times I had done a race or used them. Um, But nonetheless, you know, we all kind of helped each other uh, and, you know, got ourselves figured out and set about just, you know, kind of run hiking. I mean, it was, it was really cool. Cause it's like, you know, if you just, if you get yourself into that rhythm where you just do pole foot, pole foot, you can really, I mean, you can actually move pretty well, uh, even on rocks and stuff. Um, and, and so that was, that was exciting. I was like, wow, and maybe I'm just going <laughs> to forget about the running and just go with, you know, pole hiking and, uh, you know, call it a day. Um, you know, we were all kind of like, wow, this is kind of cool, you know, but of course I doubt that we're all going to do that. Uh, at least at this point, cause you know, we do like the running too, but I do recommend the poles for technical, um, trails cause I do think it will help you. Um, so I, I looked up something, um, I was trying to, you know, give you guys some, you know, authoritative information other than just my opinion about using the hiking poles or sticks as they're known, um, is they, uh, they take stress off of your joints. Okay. So that really helps. Um, I use the one, two method, you know, one, you know, right arm, left arm. Um, although I was having a little trouble getting my, sometimes I kept, clacking my left stick down on the the ground because I wasn't picking it up as much as I should have. Um, but, um, but you do, you know, it does kind of give your arms a little bit of a workout, although I'm still not sore from it. So who knows? Um, but, um, they, um, what was I going to say? Oh, Karen was using this very interesting, I called it the Walker method (laughs) Um, where she would just like use both sticks together and just kind of propel herself forward. Um, and she was moving pretty well, but it did sort of feel like you're like an old person with a walker. you know? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Hey, something to know. Um, yeah. So it also helps you maintain your balance so that way, you know, you're not going to fall. Like I said, I mean, even on the super Rocky stuff, you know, I was kind of gingerly treading through there, but I didn't feel as, freaked out as I might normally be, uh, you know, without the the poles. So there's that. Um, and they, they, they also help you maintain a good pace. I mean, so just, you know, remember that, you know, especially if you are, um, doing a longer race, um, Maria is doing a 50 miler at Brazos Bend in uh, about a month. And, you know, she was like, Oh my God, I think I'm going to use these. And I'm like, well, here's my suggestion. Not like, I know a whole lot, but I'm just like, I would I would not use them on the first loop, but use them on the second and third, you know, so that way you've got, you know, A, something to look forward to, and B, you're not like beating yourself up, you know, prior. Um, and, you know, they can also um, help you do water crossings, okay, because, uh, as I said, we were crossing rocks and water and stuff like that, and <laughs> Of course, me, the uncoordinated one, you know, managed to be the casualty. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, thank God I didn't completely fall all the way in, but uh, but it was cool. And um, and also, you know, if you happen to run across wild animals, um, we did not have this problem. Uh, but it, it, you know, it can give you a, a line of defense, and um, you know, so so there's that. Um, you know, on on the flip side, though, sometimes trekking poles can be. <clears throat> A little bit cumbersome, you know, they're a little clunky, especially like the ones I have because they do not fold up and fit into a pack. So you have to pretty much commit to using them for the whole time, Um, you know, or you're going to be, you know, sticking them underneath your arms and, you know, using the ski pole method. Um, you also have to kind of take into con- consideration the weight of the poles because, you know, some are really featherweight. Some can be a little heavier. And, um, you know, I think the ones I've got, I don't know how much they weigh. They're they are light. They're pretty good. I mean, they were like 70 bucks at, at Dick Sporting Goods. I mean, they you know, it's not like, oh, hey, you know, I spent, you know, $300 on these things. Yeah, there's kind of like entry level, you know, whatever. Um, but, you yeah, know, they work for, for what I need. and um, And I think that's. something to, you know, uh, consider, uh, also, um, you know, sometimes you may end up using more energy by using your arms, um, you know, just by, you know, um, using the poles because you're, you know, again, using your arms and legs as opposed to just your legs. So, um, yeah. And then again, they, they can get expensive. I mean, I think sometimes you have to, um, you know, consider your budget. And again, like for me, you know, I didn't think $70 was, you know, a, a deal breaker or anything like that. Um, so, you know, there are, um, two types of poles, um, carbon fiber, uh, which is very lightweight and it's durable, um, and reinforced plastic. Um, they're very popular among the, uh, lightweight backpackers, um, and people who keep them stashed until they, you know, start encountering, you know, a situation, then there's aluminum. And I think that's what I've got. And these are, um, incredibly durable. Um, they're decently lightweight and, um, they can withstand a lot of abuse. Um, and they're reliable and they tend to be a little bit more affordable than the carbon fiber poles. So just so you know, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think the big thing is, is just making sure that you get poles that are, um, that you size them in such a way that you are getting your elbows at about a 90 degree angle. Um, cause if you do it too high or too low, then you're going to struggle and you probably have problems. So, um, but all of us really enjoyed using the poles on Saturday. Um, I mean, again, our paces, you know, weren't you know, record breaking or anything, but you know, that's not what we were after. We were after like about, you know, spending about a couple hours out there, you know, doing an out and back and um, you know, of course just enjoying each other's company. Um these ladies are a blast. I have so much fun with them. I'm so glad I found them. Um yeah, so uh so if you're ever, you know, gonna be doing, you know, uh, terrain that's a little more technical, hilly and you're not super confident about yourself, um, I do recommend, you know, investing in or borrowing, um, some hiking poles, um, because I do think that they, you know, make a difference. And again, you know, if you're like on a flat trail, big deal, you're not going to need it, you know, most likely. But I think if you are, you know, on a a very technical course, um, you know, that it can give you a bit of an edge and, you know, I mean, I felt like I could actually run (laughs) a lot of the time. So, uh, you know, that was exciting. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, So with that said, um, outside of that, um, the week was pretty good. I mean, you know, nothing too spectacular. We did get a little bit cooler weather. So I managed to, um, you know, on Strava, you know, do some PRs or at least get some little accolades. Yay. Um, you know, nothing to get too excited about, but at least my pace wasn't, you know, like a miserable, you know, summer pace that i've been you know struggling with and uh so that was nice um yes yeah, so, so on saturday we've got the recharge run and um i am dropping down to the uh 8k which i think is like 5 miles i think um because i found out it's in the front country at government canyon the place i was just talking about Um, yeah, I was signed up for the 15 K, which is nine miles, but it's out on that backcountry stuff. And I just, God, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be, I mean, I did it a couple of years ago and I didn't know any better. And I'm just like, okay, wow. I just got to stop. Nope, 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 nope. Um, and plus all my friends <laughs> are doing the 8K. So it's like I want to be with my friends. Um, so I'll probably do a longer run on Friday. Um, and then Sunday, 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 um, well actually Saturday afternoon, early evening. Um, I'm taking my friend Jessica up to Marble Falls. Um, we got a hotel for the night and um and then we're gonna get started early on Sunday morning helping out at the trivium race. Um put on by Brad Quinn and PJ Iziguere um, the newest race director of T trails. This is a road race. Um, I think they've got everything from 5k to 50k as I recall pretty hilly, pretty hilly. And I think they've got me and my buddy Penny Lane, uh, who, you know, very wisely recommended that I needed stitches when I busted open my knee at <clears throat> cactus rose several years ago um but anyway we became friends and uh yeah so it will be fun working with her she's from austin and uh kind of my age and yeah i should interview her oh my god i didn't even think about this i need to interview her for the master's edition she's a badass um but anyway yeah so jessica's never volunteered before and i swear to god she's about to explode with excitement um about this which cracks me up but um but you know, that's good. I love, I love getting, you know, younger people. I mean, she's like what, 29, uh, you know, getting people involved and, uh, helping out and, you know, giving back to the community because it's just a different side of things. And so, and I like both. I do. I mean, I, I really do enjoy, you know, the whole, you know, running a race experience, but also the uh, experience of giving back and, you know, helping out, you know, be it you know marking a course, which is kind of new for me, uh, this year, um, you know, tearing down a course or, you know, working the finish line or an aid station. So, um, I think working in aid station is probably my favorite, but, um, I don't mind, you know, I mean, all of them are fun, you know, jobs, but, um, but anyway, see, I'm, I'm looking forward to that experience, uh, and exposing her to that, uh, this weekend. And then, uh, Weekend after that is wild hair. I'm uh, well, not weekend, but we've got a week in between, and then there's wild hair. And again, my my plan is to do the 25k and then at least do three or so miles um afterward just to kind of give myself another long run before the Brazos bend um marathon. Oh! <laughs> but anyway yeah so it's it's been a fun week it's been you know nice again you know getting to run with uh, the ladies that i've you know been acquainted with um some for a while and some are new um it's like that summer camp song you know make new friends and keep the old one is silver and the other gold oh my god you just heard me sing I think I better stop for now. That's all I've got. I'll see you next time.